Welcome to If Blackbirds Were Ducks. I looked up uh, Ron Burgundy warm-up quotes. Oh, yeah? Hold uh-huh. on. Unique New York. Unique New York. Yeah. The other one is the Ophsalisk has oddly shaped feet. Oh, I don't see that one. It's on there. A, a tarantula enjoys a fine chewing gum. The arsonist has oddly <laughs> shaped feet. <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> What's a human torch? Mm. All, All right. right. Okay. All right. What's up, Doc? Uh, nothing. My legs hurt. Yeah, my feet hurt. I got, uh... I got a couple blisters there. My toes, my toes, like the tops of my toes and the outside of my little toes. Those are feeling it. Yeah. My callus, the calluses were not built up before this thing, but they're, looks like they're going to be ready to go for the rest of the hunting season. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's a wear you in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird starting off like this. Like it's the, the hardest thing we'll do all year. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, it's, uh, some of the stuff we were in was just deep and hard mm-hmm. and it's not it's not just like the elevation it's the deadfall and the rocks and the feet snags there's all those things that just like you try to avoid it but it's it, you can't yeah you know yeah so we just wrapped up a week of elk hunting and when the the area we elk hunt in the reason there are elk there is because it's really hard i mean i wouldn't say it's that hard to get into Mm -hmm. but to get out of it is really tough yeah yeah no doubt and i think it i mean i think it intimidates a lot of people it it intimidates me yeah especially (laughs) you were saying like this year as opposed to last year yeah last year you were like this is a lot and then this year you're getting more used to it and that was the same with me over the years yeah it intimidated us as a group last year we'd look at it and it's like we're going down there and then when you're down there and you look up and you see the ridge line and it's just like what yeah we're climbing out of here today and you do it yeah and it's it's, it's way easier than it seems and it's not as bad as you think that's the thing with mountains right Mm -hmm. everyone you look up the hill and you're like, oh my God. But every time it goes faster than you think and it's not yeah. as bad as it seems. Yeah. And you just find yourself like, you, you just, you can't try to be the hero hiker when no. you're in those situations either. Yeah. You know, if you, if you have like some little complex thing in your head that you're just going to burn up this mountain or like, this is what I trained for. Don't do that. Yeah, you'll burn Just, yourself out. No, short steps, take your time, breathe, get in a rhythm. Yeah, and before you know it, quit looking up at it. Because before you know it, you're at the top and you're just like, okay, I'm back to normal. Yeah, that's what, that's the, the slowest thing is when you look at the top or when you look at your map. Yeah. And you're like, what? God, I got, I got that far to go. Yeah. And it's just like, just put your head down. Take, keep taking step after step, mm-hmm. and you're going to get there, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Your feet might hurt a little bit, but you'll be all right. Yeah. You know. 
So last, well, I guess like now it's been like a week and a half ago, I went up and mountain goated hunt, mountain goated. You mountain goated it. I mountain goat hunted uh, up right where we are pretty much, uh, where we were elk hunting. And when we were there, bull, there was a bull bugling right where we wanted him. Mm-hmm. and everything was looking really good and you're just waiting for and me i was to just waiting up. yeah i was waiting for you to show up and i was like well we did try to call that one but we only went to the first bench and stuff but anyway um and i was like this is gonna be sweet there's nobody back in there we're gonna have it all to ourselves maybe mm-hmm. i mean i knew and you knew that it was a saturday morning that we started and it could blow up and yeah. there could be people in there yeah and sure enough we wake up and based on last year a lot of times we got in the rhythm of dropping in on them from above when they were going to bed yeah once the thermal switched which the thermals wouldn't switch until 10 8 39 10 o'clock depending on like real steady cloud cover or not like when did the basin start warming up that it would start the thermals would switch and start coming up and we would wait for that yeah, because we ha- these these areas we're going into, basically, yeah, you hike up a hill, and then you go down a hill, yeah. like, into them, because and they're low. I think the reason we hedged our bet that much was, like we talked about, these drainages are so big, and it's like, once you commit, it's it's a good part of your day. Yeah. Like once you go and down, if you bump that bull, then you're yeah. done. And we didn't want to. We didn't want to bump them. Yeah. We didn't understand maybe how many elk are in this drainage. Yeah. So it's like if there's a few, you don't want to bump the ones bump we them, have. You might be looking for three days before you find them again. Yeah. Um. So we were sitting there and did the wall tent this year as opposed to the backpacking tents. We we uh, lived in luxury. Because we knew what we were focused on and probably where we are going to hunt most of the time. Yep. So I wake up the first morning having coffee. We woke up at like 5. We were up at a good time. I mean, it was going to... The timing was going to work out well. Yeah. It was. And then all hell broke loose because some guys showed up to go where we were going. In a side-by-side. Yeah. And we were like, well, they can take that side-by-side up the trail. Well... So far. We... Yeah, we think now that it is a road. We weren't sure it was a road before, but now we're sure it is a road. And even on Saturday, I didn't think it was a road to get up there, which mm-hmm. is like the hill we have to go over. We don't have a side by side or anything, so we can't. And you get can't. Up there. You can't drive your pickup up there either. No, it's just not gonna happen. Um. Anyway, so they pull up. <laughs> it was hilarious because we have all our stuff ready. Like we can just take off at any time, and we're like finishing up our coffee. It's still dark. They pull up, and we're like oh shit you know this is what we didn't want to happen and then uh they're like the dude comes up to you and he's like is this a road and i mean with a hundred percent confidence in my voice i said no (laughs) (laughs) please don't beat us to the spot that we're going please don't and so it's hilarious and then he just goes okay and then uh he goes and gets his stuff and he's right below our camp and we just, like, the second he says, okay, we just, like, turn around, whip around, and go. Start grabbing our stuff. And I, I was in out. such a hurry. I tripped over the guy line <laughs> in the tent and busted my buckle off my waist belt. Uh, and we start hiking, and we're, like, 10 yards in front of these guys. And they're, uh, and then you're, like, I forgot my release. 
forgot my release, my range finder, my binoculars. I had it all on my on my range or on my binoculars. And so I was like, no. So you turned around, but then I talked to them, right? I have to. Well, it was gonna happen anyway. Yeah, and they were super cool guys. Dude, they're so cool, and uh, and they know what they're doing. They do. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that point. Uh, So yeah, they were super cool, and and you know, I know especially this drainage very well, and they got up to me and we kind of talked over where we'd go and yeah we ended up going one way and we were like well this is good when we got to the hilltop because we had a bull bugling on his own below us Mm -hmm. pretty soft while they're heading right above him on the other side and all of a sudden it starts popping off right yeah and i'm like yeah they're bugling back to him he's bugling back to them it's pretty extreme now it was like back and forth tell yeah and it was and you think it's a pretty good chance that it was the bull that you i think hearing when you were there there was yeah there was a bull yeah there was a bull three days before this at 1 p.m just ripping every 20 seconds like he's a we're guessing he's alone, like maybe satellite trying to establish his own harem or something. Mm-hmm. And he's just like going crazy yeah. all day in that same, on the same bench, just up a little more. Yeah. So it could be the same one. May not. There's enough bulls in there. Decent chance. Yeah. Um, so we were excited for him, but then all of a sudden I was here and he was moving that way. They were over there and I was like, yeah, they're playing. Mm-hmm. And Which, in amongst this, another group showed up. Yeah um on dirt bikes yeah they did as we're just kind of sitting at the top of the the drainage yeah another group a, yeah another group shows up with blue jeans with blue jeans so we Nick we Nick. referred to him as blue jeans blue the rest jeans. of the time yeah so now we have in this spot where last week we would have had um had it to ourselves all week we now have three groups of two guys in this one basin yep and so it's kind of getting to crunch time. Yep. So we finally had down because we were like, oh, waiting for the thermals to switch. And um, that was when we heard that. We That was when we, when those bulls or the one group, the first group, and that bull was going back and forth. And then we heard just a really loud crash. Yeah, we did hear a loud crash, which was, I was like, well, something just got shot. It something, got scared. Yeah, something happened. Yeah, yeah. something happened. So we worked down that drainage and, you know, we can hear some bulls off the point before we get down in there and then it's pretty quiet, but mm-hmm. uh, end up running into those guys and the dude, Josh, he comes up and he's like showing us his arrow that's broken. Yeah. And at first I saw the arrow broken. I was like, dang, he stuck one. Dang, he stuck one. And he's like, I missed, dude. More like, really? 53 yards, a shot under him. I was like, bad range? He's like, no, just the adrenaline got to me. Yeah. Which I can imagine. And then it turned out he missed that bull. And his buddy, his hunting partner, Mike, missed that bull all in the same morning. Yep. Mike hit a twig. Yep. And didn't kill him. So we work around there the rest of the day. Nothing happened, really, for us, other than other people calling and us getting confused by him. Yep. And we we think those bulls got pressured down. They're way down the bottom. We don't think they're going to come up for the evening. The other guys, turns out, didn't think they were going to come up for the evening either. Josh and Mike. Josh right. and Mike. We leave. They left. They left. But Blue, Blue Jeans, Jeans stuck, stuck around. around. And the next day, we head in there. 
and there's horse tracks there's on the trail, horse tracks which we I, hadn't seen before no and i'm like if there's horse tracks i bet they're packing one out i said and because we heard their dirt bikes come back, come back really yeah, late at night 10 p.m and that morning did we get in yeah we got in that's really what we did so that's right okay so we said you know tomorrow morning we hiked out early and we said this is good because we can go to bed early tomorrow morning we're gonna wake up at 3 a.m yeah we're gonna bust in there get right into the mix of them right away because we're realizing now our time is very limited on these bulls because yeah. with all that pressure yeah. all that scent we need to get in there and make something happen and we need to get level with them right away yep um, and not sit around and wait on these thermals. Yeah. Cause you can't do that. You no. gotta go. No, we're learning that more and more in these situations, particularly when there's outside pressure, you gotta get in there and mm -hmm. just do it. Yep. Cause you want, you may not have that opportunity to baby them cause they'll get bumped or something will happen. Yep. Um, we'd love to have the opportunity to play them for a week, but you can't count on that public land over the count. It's really a general tag for Idaho. So right. yeah, we can't do that. Um, so anyway, we get in there and these bulls sound like they're so far away, but there's a point that sticks out into the drainage. And the second we get like around the point, they're right there. Yep. They're tight. And we're moving in on one and he's within a hundred yards. And, and, he's, a, and he's high on the point. He he's very not high. deep. Not deep he's at high all. High on the point. Like right where you want him. Yep. Like they've been up there feeding in the yep. in the bald spot. Yep. The night for the night. You know? Yeah, eating on meadows at the top. Yep. Then they'll drop down into the dark timber for to bed. And we are. I mean, this thing sounds like he's right in front of us. We're just over the lip of the point. Yep. And then all of a sudden the bugles start moving down. They sound like they're further down. Like he's moving down. And that's going to be the trend in the morning is they're going to be moving down. Yep. So we're thinking we got to parallel them down Yep. and we're calling, but we're just cow calling. We're not getting aggressive because last year we were like, we thought, I think in hindsight, we were probably scent bumping more than we thought. Right. Uh, but we thought every time we bugled that pushed those bulls out. So we were trying to just play a cow call game. Yeah, we came into this week, you know, let me preface everything with we don't know what we're doing when it comes yeah. to elk hunting at all. We're, we're learning. We're learning. We're like learning. this is my third year. Yeah. And this is his second year. So we're learning and we're learning the hard way. Yeah. For sure. Because we were real close this week on some big bulls and didn't kill them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we moved down because we heard these bugles going down. And they were definitely trending down and we thought he was headed down mm -hmm. so we parallel him down this point and it ends up we hear a bugle above us we hear muse above us we hear cracking sticks above us so they literally yeah. where we just were we were within 100 yards of that ball that's at the top i would say we're within 80, i mean yeah 60. it could have been 60. yeah very likely and we moved down chasing guessing a satellite or another herd bull that was trending down and there he was bugling above us and if we would have stayed put yeah because we ended up seeing him where he was yeah <laughs> and we would have stayed put we would have had a real good shot at sticking him super good shot like if you just stayed back kept doing what you were doing and i just eased up yep. the point yep i know that's uh, and we were we regretted it immediately as soon as we heard that ball above us yeah 
and I, I was, was like, watching him. We he was probably a hundred and at this point, he was probably a hundred and fifty, hundred and twenty yards from us. Above us. With his herd, yeah, above us, which is for thermals was fine. We can stay with him. Um but he's pushing cows he's all head yeah. down glunking around and i'm like oh no we were right in the mix of that because he's we wheeling all over up there to where and based on what i heard like the cracking sticks above us he would have gone right where we were in the woods 100%. chasing those cows around so yeah that was a big regret because he started moving across the face and when they start moving and like not running but like walking like yeah. they're going to go somewhere and you're trying as hard as you can to keep up with them below them, and you just can't do it. No. They get ahead of you so fast. No. And, yeah, we basically lost him. He went down, and he just we never heard him again after mm -hmm. a while. And then by that point, the bulls that were below us that we heard, that we thought was him. Because we probably winded, they probably winded yeah, us. Yeah, we had moved into a position where our thermals were dropping down to them, and they just, yep. see you later. So... <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting there's other we're like damn it mistake number one kind of a deal well actually you know based on the day before we should have got more aggressive we should have done the same thing the day before right um so then we're sitting on the hillside and kind of one of our other spots you can see from this our other a spot if you will from last year you can see from this hillside and sure enough see a bull moving across there yeah, two bulls. Well, yeah, you see the first one. Yeah, we moving. saw the first bull. He's small. Few cows move through. Move few cows, and then a big bull, big and aggressive big bull herd bull comes in, pushing, pushing everything around. Moving. And we're like, sweet, right where he is, because we think we can get in there mm -hmm. above him. And it's going to take us probably three hours. Three to hours to get there. The hike. Yeah. Because we got to hike out of the drainage we're in, mm -hmm. which is all the two, get across the flat. Yeah. And then <laughs> we probably had all of another hour and a half getting to the point that he's on yeah so i we went and did that and we thought we had it just pegged we're just gonna go in there slip in get tight and kill him thermals are coming up so we're coming up coming from the top trying gonna try to get parallel because we know the thermals will switch at some point yeah and then we can move up or down and we get to 200 yards from where he is and there's a random cow bedded you know a hundred yards from the group right i hear her take off yeah crashing and i'm like well we just scared an elk yeah he starts bugling the whole thing blows up and i'm like well that sucks this was like so it took us we actually took a break on the hill also almost shot a spike oh yeah two spikes, two spikes and by. uh and then at this point like we it took us four hours to get there if you will and within five minutes of going in on it it's completely done it's over it we was completely jacked it up it was horrible and in that moment it was like he would have bugled from his bed if we mm -hmm. would have stayed up on top and just done something to get him to go mm -hmm. a location bugle a cow call something to get him to pop off we would have known exactly where he was. Yeah. And then we could have maneuvered. But we thought we were in a safe spot. We thought we were coming down in a safe spot. Yeah, we did. But once it got there, it really wasn't. It was wide open. Yeah. We thought we'd make it, though. 
So that was that was terrible. That was really disappointing. And then crawling out of there was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, we had to have C4 to make it up the hill. Because we had hiked so much already. That oh, that day. was a, bur- a burner of a day. Yeah. I don't know if you could hike much more in one day. No. And it was, you know, just hard hiking. But either way, we we take a break, C4. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're uh, chatty and we're... Yeah, pre-workout's a dream yeah. when you're on these hunts, man. Just, yeah, and so we get we get up out of there, and as we're coming out, and we're getting closer to the trail that leads back to camp, we see blue jeans. Oh yeah, that was this day. Yeah. So to like pour salt. Oh yeah. I forgot about earlier in the day. What? I found that blood trail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right where that other bull had been hanging out, and I and I think we were like, we didn't even think about blue jeans. In that moment. No. But you're like, huh? Like, I don't. Huh. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I was like, it's just like cow menstrual blood or something. <laughs> it is, Which was just the wildest thought. The wildest thought. I, know. I was wildest like, I, I don't thought. know what's going on here. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we see the horse. Actually, I see a horse first yeah. coming down the hill. And then you see blue jeans leading. Yeah. And you see a big old bull on the one horse's back. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. That's from Dang. that blood trail earlier. He they stayed they stuck it out that night. Those elk came back up, or at least that one did. Yeah. And they stuck one. Yeah, on the first night. On the first one. night. When he came back later. In our like our A spot. Like I mean it's other it people's it a, too. It was a dang good bull. Yeah. Like a I don't know. I think we, we, we think it's the same one. That that Josh and Mike that Josh and Mike missed, missed that I had heard thing. bugling up on that bench. Because he was alone and just Ready to die, basically. Just, just ripping in September. Yeah. Looking for cows. Yeah, he was just he was ready very, to die. Very susceptible to doing doing it like they do on TV. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was. So he's gone. And that was like demoralizing. I wasn't I mean, I'm never like mad at anyone else's success. No. I think I'm actually I think that's cool. And that gives me confidence that I could have killed that bull. Well, yeah, I mean, you just got to figure out how. And it was a, it was just a lesson learned too. It's like, should have stuck it out, even though they went so out. far down. Yeah, well, you know they like they're gonna come back up in the evening. Yeah, probably should have hunted them. Yeah. So another lesson learned there. So it, like you were gonna say though, salt in the wound on a bad luck day. I mean, we had a bull really close in the morning. We bumped a really good bull in the afternoon, and then we find out that he shot a, a bull in that in the drainage that we were excited to be in for most of the week. Yeah, and it was just like, dang, <laughs> a lot of a lot it was of just like, like, man, just a lot of bad luck coming our way right now. Yeah, and, but it was like at the same time we were like, they're here, we're in them. Yeah, we've had good situations up to this point like we're finding them so our spirits are still high it was just like we we i don't, I don't even know if we've made mistakes it was just like the we zigged we should have zagged yeah the, like the things just weren't falling into place quite right for us yeah it's just like you do things a little bit differently and it could be completely completely different so the bull we pushed the next day he didn't go far. Like we could still hear him bugling, and we think that mm-hmm. maybe they were a little confused as to why they bumped or something. Because yeah, they sounded like they were going to stick around. And 
we obviously were like, okay, in the morning, because he had moved quite a bit, and we were like, in the morning, we'll come around on him on this other point. And so we did, what time did we wake up that day? Yeah, four or five in the morning, something like that. We yeah. could have been there earlier. Could have been there earlier. We kind of, after the day before, just being a grind, we kind of took it slow. Yeah. But we got got in there, hiked in. You know, I thought I could hear a bugle, I think, as we were hiking in because we were trying to find him mm -hmm. pretty far. But we get up to this point, another big case on the point deal. They really like points. And we get to the, around this point, and I don't remember. I, we could hear him a little bit, like in the distance, and we knew that they were bugling and keep sneaking up. I think you cow called, and it was like right there one ripped like mm -hmm. 100 yards right over this lip and we've again been, and we've been coming through that that brush and we we're pretty loud yeah really loud was that what he bugled on the first time was yeah. our cracking yeah i think so and dude we started us to figure walking that out. us walking gets those bulls fired up they just pop they oh. just scream at us when like we, we could call at them and they wouldn't they wouldn't do anything we start snapping some sticks as we're just like like yeah, we were like just walking yeah, snapping like, sticks. You know, know, guys rake, but we were just like kind of stomping sticks and they would rip at it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. And then uh this bull, I can hear him walking around. I set it behind Tom. Can hear him walking around right in front of Tom, probably within 60. Cause I'm because they're like right around the point. Yeah, and we're right on and the I'm other set side. up for a 30 yard shot to the yeah if they pop their head up or that they pop up on the point they're dead mm -hmm. these things are just going nuts we again don't bugle yeah this is the one this is a big regret this is the one we should have been bugling on because there were three bulls bugling i think and they were fired up like the most fired up situation i've heard i mean we were getting bugles every 30 seconds and they would all three go yeah and I think we should have bugled in that scenario to try to pull maybe one of those satellites up onto that point. But we stuck to cow calls. We did stick to cow calls. They were reacting. They were bugling. They were reacting. They were Great bugling deal. to the cow calls, fine. But nothing popped over the ridge. And they started to trend down. So we're like... Which I'm starting to think a little bit when there's a herd situation like that and you're cow calling, I think those cows pull away faster than the bull does yeah that's what you're saying i don't know if they do react to that or not negatively right but yeah there I might be there might be some kind of there might be some kind of territorial thing with the cows like no you're not part of my group yeah i don't want you to be part of my group yeah no newcomers yeah but they were like oh new bull well, let's see what he looks like see what he's doing see what he's packing right and so i'm thinking yeah it, we got to talking about it afterwards and it's just like, dang it, I think we should have been ripping up a bugle right there. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that made it. That one was pretty tough. So we ended up going down after them. We're staying pretty aggressive. Thermals are moved down. Thermals, thermals are, are dropping, but they're, yeah, they're weird. And then when you get to that north side and the sun starts hitting, yeah, it's like the, the thermals kind of drop, but they'll also come up and it's, it's weird time frame. Yeah. It's like that time frame. It's probably 10, 30, 11. Almost. Yeah, it was at about that time of day. And in this spot, 
which I think is why they like those points. The points are freaking weird with wind. One side's going up, one side's going down. There's swirling going on. There's mm -hmm. weird stuff. And all they have to do is move a little to change their wind. Right. We're going down, and it, and honestly, the direction that the wind was going down looked good because it was bumping off to our left. They're off yeah. in front of us to our right. We get kind of this open dead folly spot, and I spot the herd. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, stop. Can... Like they're right here, and the whole herd's in front of us, and, and they're, they're actually kinda, they're moving, moving in us. our direction. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, okay, this could work. Yeah, because we're just in them, and it's a big herd. I mean, at least thirty, and, there, and like, and there's like eight to ten spikes. Yeah, in just there, a which spike. Would, it's a meaty funny, little. Yeah, it's a meaty little herd. Uh, and then the bull. It's. I think. I still think. There's two bulls. Yeah. One's below the herd. And one's the herd bull, and that one below is messing with the herd bull. Yep. And they, because they're all on edge and looking down at him. Yep. And the herd bull comes up and ends up pushing him. But there was some barking that went on before this. There was a lot of smelling going on. Yeah. We think, we think that our thermals went down, caught sun, and came back up to him. The reasoning is whenever they smelled us, if that's what they were spooking from, they ran up the hill. Yeah. Which we were above them. They should have ran down the hill. Right. But either way, they ran. Or horizontally in something. either direction or something, but they ran up. Yeah, which is very weird. Like past us at like 75 yards. Yeah, they just ran by us. And we weren't in a great position to probably kill one even if they kept on the path they were on but it was possible and so that was literally the end of that because he we don't know where he went no but he's we still don't know where he went no no clue but he was gone yep that evening we watched some more elk feeding us some openings mm-hmm and Next morning, we're like, well, we got to get back in this area. Get right back in there bright and early. Just haul ass to get there right at daybreak in case they're going. Right. Just quiet as a church mouse. Yep. In there. And then we hear some cow calls get set up, and it's Mike and Josh. And we're like, damn it. Yeah. These guys are so good. They know exactly <laughs> where to go. Right. Every time we're trying to get away from them, they're there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, we're just going to try some new areas we have on the map, try to find a new spot. Yeah. Which in hindsight probably wasn't the right move and burned up two days. Because there was... Or day and a half. Plenty of elk in that overall drainage system. Mm -hmm. And it was probably a poor decision to get out of there. Now, we should, we should touch on the fact that when we saw Josh and Mike there and we, and, and they cow called at us and we saw them and... We both acknowledged each other. They were heading down into the bottom. To pull a bull out. That they had shot the night before. Yeah. Which was the same day that we worked those ones to. Right. Yeah. We found all this out yesterday. When we were into them. Yeah. When we were leaving yesterday. Um, so anyway, we went and did this big mission. A lot of hiking. Cool country. Some elk there. We saw two elk one night 
then hiked way back in there again, tried to hunt them like a whitetail. It didn't work. We tried to, mm -hmm. well, this elk was like in one spot eating for the entirety of the time we saw it in the evening. Yeah. Like it looked like it loved whatever was there. Yeah. And it, it was kind of it. a open burned area. Yeah. And it was like, there's a real decent chance that that one's going right back to where it was. Yeah, it was just never moved, like was just eating on this one spot. Mm -hmm. So we went and snuck in there, had a good point on it. The next day we went in there and sat it for like the whole evening and called and stuff and just nothing. There was hardly any elk sign. Yeah. It was the, the weirdest little thing. But the spot was so... It looked so good. Yeah. I mean, north facing slope point. Yeah. It looked okay. amazing, just no, no elk. So that was, then we we're like, well, shit. Mm -hmm. At this point we have, we've burned up a day and a half in there. Yeah. We have one more go and we went down and mm -hmm. sure enough, bugling. Yep. Off the same old trusty. Yeah. The first drainage that we were in the first yeah. morning. The one we always go to that has where elk. Blue jeans killed one. Yeah. There's a bull in there. And he's. He's ripping down in the bottom. He's in the bottom. He's in the bottom and potentially even on the other side. of. We think he was on the other side, which if we had, if we had three more days, yeah, we could do it because it's like I leave today at, this is yesterday morning. Yeah. I leave today. I have a flight at 2.30 to get out of here. Yeah. And if we go down into the bottom which is how many feet deeper? I think it was like... 800 or something. Yeah, 800 feet deeper. We had already gone down at least 800. Yeah. 1,000. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if we go down in there and we shoot a bull, this bull, we got all of two trips out of here. Yeah. Which could take... So we deduced from about where we were standing... We just this is a very guesstimate. Take us about twelve hours to to do two trips. Yep. And by well, that's with cutting up. That's I'm saying after shot because we're you, we're taking two we're shot. taking two hours right into account. So it's really ten hours that we think it's going to take us, and that's about right because it took us two and a half hours without meat. If it's only two trips to get back, right? Um. Yeah, if it's only two trips. So that's two and a half, two and a half, back and forth. It's five hours each trip. Yeah, we were looking at 10 hours. And I think if you shot it down there, you're adding maybe double. Maybe. I mean, we're talking, so you're saying another 1,000 feet in 650 yards. Maybe. If that tells anyone how steep yeah. it truly is. Like, that's insane how steep it is down in there. Mm -hmm. So we didn't, we did not chase that bull and we don't regret that because I just, I don't even know. Yeah. First of all, you got to kill him. Yeah. Which you could take. It, it could, could take, take you all day. Yeah. Um, or you just don't get him, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, if we didn't shoot him until the evening, there was no way that mm -hmm. we would get it out. Like I would have to go back tomorrow or, or today or something after yeah. I dropped you off. Right. So, I like I'm down to go in there if we have the time, but we did not have the time mm -hmm. to ethically do it, and also just keeping meat, yeah, good and everything would have been it would have been tough. 
So we chose to back off of that one. He was a bugling son of a bitch, though. Oh, every bugle, every time, ripping back. Every time we bugled at him, he would... Yeah, it was guaranteed. And that was that was the wrap-up, man. Yeah. That was a big... That was It was a big learning experience. It was a, it was a big learning week. Um, I definitely want to be back next year because it's like, gosh, no one... After two years of being in that drainage. Yep. Learning not only from our own experiences, but some of the things that like Mike and just from talking to Mike and Jack, yeah. what we learned. Super aggressive. Yep. And then seeing Blue Jeans pack that bowl out in the evening, it was just like, okay. It, it was reassuring. It was like, they're here. There's a good uh, number of elk and it's, it's absolutely doable. Yeah. It's absolutely doable. Yeah, the people that know where I've, you know, there's a couple of people who know where this is and they just won't go in there. Yeah. A, because of physical. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah. It, oh, doing I, it every day, I mean, it's a grind. If, 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 I mean, <laughs> hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, but if you get hurt back there, you're in deep trouble. Yeah, I don't know how, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll figure it out, but mm -hmm. it would be a process. Yeah. It would probably be real expensive to pull you out of that spot. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, where are you going to, like, deal with a helicopter and stuff in there? I don't know. Mm -mm. It's so, so steep. You, you got to you know your limits in there for sure. Yeah. I don't know many people that I would um, invite, you know. Like phys like knowing a uh, mental, I mean, mental it, it, and yeah, physical capability. Physical, you know? generally, you can get over unless you're just really out of shape, you know. Right. But then you have to be there mentally. Yep. And it's hard. I mean, you you second guess your decisions quite you a bit in a place like that. Yeah. You do. Yeah, and that's kind of funny too. Um, when we were going out, we finally ran into Josh and Mike again, which we'd only seen the first day. Mm -hmm. Well, we'd seen them out hunting. And then they sat by our camp that night, too, and we yeah. chatted for a while. Yeah, it was fun. Um, super great guys. But yeah. so they, uh, they're they like, yeah, oh, I was like, yeah, we saw you when you cow called. And they're like, yeah, yeah. We were packing out Mike's bull. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like the second one that had been shot. And I was like, how big? And they're like, an absolute monster. And Mike's like, no, it's not. It's not that big. And it's it's over 350, seven by seven. Just seven by monster. seven. Dark horned. Huge. Bruiser. Yeah, crazy. And the thing that's crazy to me is, so I know right where they shot it because they told me on this bench and stuff. We were 200 yards from it. The same day they shot it, a few hours before they mm -hmm. shot it. And didn't didn't get, it didn't bugle for us. We just didn't get a response out of them. No, we didn't bugle for us. And they came in from the bottom later, probably probably not long after we did, and then heard him and then went in on him and got yeah. him to bugle. And Mike moved ahead, and Josh stayed back and kept him bugling. Mike moved ahead a little bit. He was heading right to Josh, and he stuck him. 30 yards frontal. It sounded sweet. Yeah. So, definitely can be done. It Those guys done. are killers. Because they had three shots on bulls in three days. And I think those guys are, I mean, the kind of guys that grew up doing it. Yep. Um, 
they know it. They hear a bugle, they don't get worked up. Like yeah. they're just they're more thinking. Cool, just cool, calm, and collected about these things. Yeah. And it's just like I hope to be there one day. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was tough. I still have elk hunting left. I'm gonna hunt uh this weekend, next weekend, the following weekend. So I, luckily I'll still be able to get out and mm -hmm. learn some more. Um but it was it was good. It was it was it stings a lot. It does sting just because of those little bad luck, you know, not the wrong decisions, but just like I don't really know how to explain it. it, it like it stings knowing that we were really close to killing bulls. Yeah. Really close. Like a couple times, one of them would have been maybe staying put. Mm -hmm. And then the other one would have been advancing 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like how close we were to shooting like big herd bulls. That Both of those were herd bulls actually. Or well, I don't even know. Whatever. There were three bulls in that one. Right. And we might have we pulled a really nice satellite over yeah this is the harsh i mean this is the reality of elk hunting is mm -hmm. it's freaking hard yeah <laughs> with a bow yeah i mean any elk hunting is especially like we're on like an basically an over-the-counter yeah. obviously it's capped for non-residents but all of ours are yep over-the-counter tag people can't control the people no you can't but you can control what you do and beat people in there. And that's what we did that second day. And we should have done that the first day. But we were so. We just thought. We just thought we'd have it. Yeah. Last year we had it all to ourselves. Yeah. But you can't count on that at all. No, I mean, can't. no matter how extreme the terrain is, if, especially if there's elk bugling in it. Mm -hmm. You need to get down there and make it happen. That's one thing we kind of learned this year is don't count on having anything to yourselves. Get aggressive when you can. Take advantage of the situation of the bugling bull, too. Yeah. If he's ripping, we're going. Like, yeah. that's what we're doing from now on. We talked a lot about advancing that shooter, yeah. too, which Josh and Mike did. And we had talked about that well before we talked to them about it. But mm -hmm. keeping that person calling, keeping that bull bugling when he's hung up. The nice thing is you have that collar keeping that bull going. Yeah. The shooter can move in and try to get in position. That's something we're really gonna we're gonna yeah. do a lot of next year. So yeah, it was it was good. It was a learning week. It was a and big it, learning week. Humbling. Yeah. You know. We really thought we came in with a good plan this year and it was like you think so, but Yeah. Your inexperience will We'll shine. We'll shine. Yeah, we and definitely, we definitely. Yeah, it was a big, really showed how it's crazy. There's like three groups there, and we're the only ones who didn't shoot one. Yeah. Which is pretty sad. Hurts. It does. And we were so close. We had like the right idea a few times. We just didn't quite capitalize. But we're so close. Oh, no. We're killing one next year. Next year, I'm. I yeah. might still kill one this year because I'm learning off of what yeah. we're doing now, you know? Yeah. I'll probably listen to this podcast next year before I come out here. Yeah. To remind <laughs> you. Yeah. Remember what uh, Remember what you did wrong last year? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's not do that again. Yeah. And it's funny because we're like, you know, we're like talking about playing it safe and cow calling and 
everything we watch on like TV and YouTube, they just bugle at them like crazy, you know? Yeah. We're like, maybe we should start trying that a little more. Right. That's kind of what we thought last year. Yeah, we started we that like, last year. Like, I and then don't we think got, that works. We it didn't work last year. So then this year we're like, oh, we'll just play it safe, count call, and sneak in there. It's hard. That's what it's it boils hard. down to. Yeah, and every situation is a little bit different. So it's, it's hard enough hard. to get into them. Yeah. And then this part is, I mean, the red zone. We were in the red zone and could not convert. Yeah. Several times. It was funny. I mean, we're experienced enough to get within 100 yards. Yeah. But not enough to, how do you, the fine details at the end, how do you make it happen? Yeah. That's what we're, that's what we're learning the hard way right now. Yeah. We wish we had more time to, in hindsight, but it is what it is. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Yeah, next year. More experience. Well, we're going to get one next year. Yeah. We'll keep, we want to keep trying. Right? That's a fun. It, it is fun. We're not fun. giving up. I think there's a, like for me, I mean, you live out here now, so you can keep going, but like, for a guy like me who's in the Midwest and it's a pretty big undertaking to get here yeah. and then be here for quite some time, um, not, not just not just going and then just not getting one can just be demoralizing, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Just be like, wow. Man, Why would I spend all that time, all time that Time and money. Yeah. Away from my family, away from work. A lot to catch up on when I get back. And I think for a lot of guys, it's just realizing that. And then you're, it's, it's just easy to be like, nah, it's just not in the cards for me. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. And that's fine. Some people, yeah. but I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm so close yeah. to getting it done. It would be sad to stop. You It'd know? Be so it wouldn't sad make sense. It wouldn't make sense now. It'd be silly. I know, and just like, I'm probably going to, yeah, I wasn't going to hunt this weekend, now I'm probably going to hunt this weekend, because you get, that's what we talk about too, is like, you're like, excited to get back when you're, been mm -hmm. out there for a week, then you get back and you're like, damn it, yeah, you know what I mean, I need to get back out there. I'm just even like waking up this morning and taking a hot shower and you're just like, <sighs> it's nice and all, but, yeah, like you're excited to take that hot shower, but at the same time, it's like, it's over. Yeah. Until next year. Yeah, it's pretty. And then you'll think about it all year, so somewhere you, in the back of your mind. So you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta. There's guys go. like me who have to go home. Yeah. You know, for sure. So you gotta go. Well, it's still fun though. Heck yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I was. It's good. All right. Well, yeah, you gotta fly away. Yep. Taking off. All right. Cool. <laughs>